lost on the old road, when actually all we need to do is say to God, show me the way. Show me the way to the new route. There is a new road for you today. Church News always says that we're going to bring an amazing word. Laurie always says that we're going to bring an amazing word. And there's kind of a lot of pressure that we better flipping bring an amazing word. But the good news is, it's an amazing word. Because whenever you open the word of God and you begin to speak words of life, it's an amazing word. Because it shows us more of him. It shows us a new way. It opens something up that we've not seen before. Because the word of God is life. Last week, Barry got a phone call about a new phone contract. We've been desperate to get out of these phone contracts that we're in. Um, because I'm not going to name the provider, but it just doesn't work at our house. So it's so frustrating if you're out of the house and you're trying to speak to somebody in the house. So we've been desperate to get out of this thing. And Barry got a phone call um, about this phone contract. And I got home and Barry's like, we've got this brilliant phone contract. They're going to get us out of the other contract and all of this. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. It was absolutely incredible phone contract. Until the letter came through the post on Saturday morning... And they misquoted the phone contract to us over the phone, and it's not what we were told at all. Miss, missold, misquote. Is that different? Missold. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, they sent an email to say it was this much, which we trusted, and when it came through the post, it was more than we expected, and so we're handling that. But the thing is, when that person said on the phone to Barry, that lady said on the phone, and when she sent the email through the post, we just trusted it. We just trusted it. She's put it in writing. Yeah. It's got to be the case. Yeah. We're just trusting it. What are you trusting in right now in your life? Yeah. Just think for a moment. What are you trusting in? Are you trusting in your boss that you're not going to get the sack? Are you trusting in your finance? Are you trusting in your partner? Are you trusting in your job to give you the satisfaction that you need? There is never a time that we aren't trusting something. We trust by default. I got in the car today and trusted, without even thinking about it, that I was going to arrive here without the car bursting into flames. <laughs> now, I record my preaches in advance and listen to them, right? And I'm listening to this in the car, and our Charlotte sat next to me in the car on the way she went... <laughs> I'm like, Charlotte, the car is not going to burst into flames. We are okay. We are trusting. I trusted that I would arrive here this morning and not be the only, body, only person in the church. I trusted yeah. all of you guys that you were going to rock up. Yeah. Praise the Lord you did, and you all look mighty fine. <laughs> I trusted that this morning the worship team were going to get up, and they weren't going to drop, drop numerous bum notes, and Fatman and Kathy weren't going to be all over the show with the vocals. I just trusted if you think about it like that, you realize that we are constantly, our default is to trust. Right. We are constantly trusting. It's part of our makeup. And there is one thing in my life that has brought me this far, and it is trusting God. Why, thank you very much, Barry. <laughs> but let me ask this question. Or maybe this is just me. 
Maybe it's not anybody else in this room or listening on the podcast. Why is it that on occasions I've found it so hard to trust God? When by default, I just trust. Why, why does that happen? Because if I can go around, you see, I trust that Barry isn't going to run off and leave our family. I trusted that the, before we even got married, which is why I married him. I trusted in Barry, who is not perfect <laughs> at all. <laughs> I trust my mum, who is an incredible woman of God, and I trust my auntie Stella, who is an incredible woman of God, but they're all got faults. Right. So why at times have I found it so hard to trust God on, when he's perfect? Yeah. You know, there was a, I grew up, and it says come as a little child, and I grew up in a very privileged home. It was a Christian home. My parents were pastors. That's not always a privilege being a pastor's child, but praise the Lord in this church it is for my children. And to be fair, no, 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 can I honestly say, no, no, can I honestly say I was where I was preaching last week, I was telling them about this church. And I was saying that when I gave my life completely to God in my early 20s, I said to God, I am not going to be a leader or a pastor because I don't want my children to be pastor's kids because I know it can be tough because I was a pastor's kid. And I was telling this church last week how incredible you all are with our children and how you don't expect any more from them than you would expect for any other child and how loving you are with them and how you support them. So I'm honestly, I'm not just saying that to you. I said it last week when I was out. But... Growing up in this home that I grew up in, by default, I trusted God. So it says, come as a little child. I never doubted that he wouldn't come through for us. Even to the point when at 12 years old, we lost my dad to cancer. At that moment, I didn't lose trust in God in that moment. I still trusted him. The problem came in when I grew older and I kind of flipped Proverbs 3.5 on its head. Because Proverbs 3.5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And don't depend on your own understanding. Some versions say, don't try and work it out for yourself. And I took a look at where I was at in my life. At the age of 16, 17. And if you are a young person in here, take my advice. Never do what I did. Yeah, come on. Okay? It's the biggest mistake of your life. And I flipped Proverbs 3, 5 on its head. And I looked was where I was at. And I decided that the actions that God had taken over my life made no sense and had left me broken. And I decided that he didn't know best for me. And I weighed it all up and I came to the conclusion that God had failed. And he got it all wrong. Because I could not understand in, in my wildest imagination how God could oh, even begin to say that it was the right decision to leave us without a father. At what point did he think that we wouldn't need him, that we wouldn't need our dad? Yeah. And the problem was I stopped trusting God. You see, when I'd lost my father at 12, didn't even enter my head not to trust God. I still trusted him. 
because I came as a little child and I just trusted that he knew best. But the problem was when I began to get caught up with my own thoughts and get caught up in my emotions and I decided I was just going to work it out for myself and I was going to understand it for myself and I needed answers and I decided to trust myself. And anybody who's heard my story before, you will know that that led to many years of anxiety. And I ended up in an absolute mess. Because I got caught up in my own thoughts and in my own emotions, rather than just trusting him. I chose to trust me. I was an absolute wreck. (laughs) Like, really, I was a wreck. So, like... I was out of my mind. I was not in a sound mind. How could I trust me over trusting God when I had trusted him my whole life? I had seen miracles. I had seen my dad diagnosed with cancer at five and been so severely sick. And it came like a bolt out the blue to our family. I was only five. I don't remember much of it. But you talk to my mom. She has an incredible testimony. And being given two days to live, the GP turned up at the house to tell my mum. And they took nothing away. He was riddled with cancer. They couldn't do anything for him. And as a five-year-old, and there were other children that were older than me, and mum and dad had fostered two children, and, and then this happens. But he lived for seven years. I'd seen a God of miracles. But I began to rely on me. And that was where it all went wrong. And then there came a day, for about two years, I knew God was drawing me back. And I knew God, I knew I needed him. I knew I needed to be back in that place. And I was fighting with it. And I was like, yeah, but I want to know why you took my dad. You tell me why you took my dad. I want to know why you took my dad. And then there came a night when I gave my life completely back to God. And I had a revelation moment. And it was this. If I sat with God in front of me, face to face, and he gave me the answer to the question that I'd wanted answered for so long, no answer would have been good enough. And it was a revelation moment. And it was like, because no answer will be good enough for me. And in that moment, I decided to trust God again. I decided to trust him without having a firm answer to my situation. And I decided to accept the fact that this side of eternity, I'm never going to understand it, and that's okay. I just believed that he loved me. (laughs) Trusting God is believing that he loves you. And knowing that he's good. Doesn't matter what your eyes see and your ears hear. And that he had the power to help me. And that he wanted to help me. And in that moment, a verse that I remember from being a little girl came to mind. And it's Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 to 9. And this gave me the freedom 
from what have been binding me for so long. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And that was enough. I chose to trust him like I'd done as a little child. The one thing that will keep you in any situation is trusting God. He's never wrong. And when you think he is wrong like I did, he wasn't. I don't understand it, and that's all right. When you think he's got it wrong, kind of puts you the possibility that he, he wasn't wrong. He just did it differently to you. And be released today that you don't have to understand it. And you don't have to get it. Because 20, how old am I? 44. 22 years on from walking to the front of that meeting and recommitting my life to Jesus. I still don't understand it. But I am completely free. Because I trust God. Because I know that he is faithful. Maybe you're facing a situation today. Maybe you're not, but you will. Because the word of God says that we're in the world and in the world there's many troubles, okay? But I want you to know that if you trust God, he will bring you through. He will heal you. He will restore you. He will give you peace. But it comes from trusting God. In Exodus chapter 14, verses 13 to 16, the backdrop of this is that the children of Israel have been released from a long time in captivity and they're heading to the promised land. You know when you've come out of a difficult time and you're like, whoa, we're on, the wind is behind us. We are off, we are off to the promised land. And then they faced an impossible situation. And the impossible situation was called, it's quite a big situation, it was called the Red Sea. Yeah. That's kind of a big situation because they needed to get to the other side of the Red Sea and coming up the rear was the enemy. So they needed to get through the Red Sea. And so Moses is there and Moses said to the people this, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. I want you to know you can live like that. Because that is how now I live. Because I position myself again in trusting God. Does it mean I don't have times when I'm at, I can be a bit all over the place? Of course I can. I'm human. I'm not perfect. But the minute I do, I put myself back into him and I trust him it says the Egyptians you see today will never be seen again the Lord himself will fight for you just stay calm he didn't say like can you run to the left can you run to the right in the hopes that somewhere this sea ends and we can shoot through that way or maybe we could shoot through that way no Moses just said stay still stay calm and know that the Egyptians the enemy that you're going to see that you see today you're never going to see him again because the Lord's going to fight for you. That is ultimate trust 
in who God is. In that moment, Moses trusted God and directed the people. You see, when I had that moment and I went back to trusting God, and you might be like, how do you do that, Vicky? This is the only time you're ever going to see me in a tent, everyone. My kids went to Rock Nations a few years ago. I think it was Sophie a few years ago. So I don't even really know what I'm doing in the tent. And they said this. Oh, we're going on a camping trip with the youth. I'm like, love, you're going, to in a, you're going in a Premier Inn. <laughs> That's not a camping trip, okay? That's because I'm their mum, right? And this is what I did. <laughs> I placed myself in the shelter of the Most High God. And I allowed him to cover me. This is causing havoc. And when I placed myself in his presence, sorry, sir, and everything was going on around me, and the heartache was there, and the questions were there, and all through my life, ever since, It's all gone on around me. And the fiery arrows have come for me. And the taunts have come for me. And the lies have come about me. I've stayed in the shelter of the Most High. Because he brings peace. And then I sit in his presence. And I play worship. And I open the Bible. Because here's the thing. I trust people better when I know them. I trust people who have been recommended to me from people who I trust. But I can only know somebody if I spend time with them. And I get to know them. Because, you see, when I open the Bible and I get to know him, I can sing it as well with my soul when I don't even have an answer. Because Psalm 91 says this, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrows that flies in the day. Do not dread dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, These evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes. 
Open your eyes, look around. See the goodness of God. And see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and I will honor them. And I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. When I trusted God, I withdrew from the emotions that I was trusting, I withdrew from my own thoughts and I placed myself in the shelter of the Most High, in a secret place with Him, where He could be everything I needed Him to be and everything that nobody else could be to me, where He could give me peace, where I had no answers, where He could give me peace, where I was gripped with fear and anxiety, but it came from being in the shelter of the Most High. Where nothing has changed, but everything's changed. Because trusting God is the one thing that will bring you through anything. I promise you, it will bring you through anything. Trusting God will fix what needs to be fixed and will give peace where you need it. Because God is the most high God. He is your all in all and he is all that you will ever need and he never gets it wrong. Those who dwell in the secret place of the most high will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. So I've learned that God's always right and trust in him makes perfect sense because it brings perfect peace. A peace like no other. When you feel like the task ahead of you is too much, when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel lost or alone, remember who God is. He is the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He's the keeper of creation and the creator of all. He's the architect of the universe and the manager of all time. He always was, he always is, and he always will be. Unmoved, 
unchanged, undefeated, and never undone. He was bruised, but brought healing. He was pierced, but eased pain. He was persecuted, but brought freedom. He was dead and brings life. He is risen to bring power, and he reigns to bring peace. The world can't understand him. Armies can't defeat him. Schools can't explain him, and leaders can't ignore him. Herod couldn't kill him. Nothing could crush him. The new age can't replace him, and no one can explain him away. This is the God we trust. When you fall, he'll lift you up. When you fail, he'll forgive you. When you are weak, he is strong. When you're lost, he is your way. When you're afraid, he's your courage. When you stumble, he will steady you. When you're hurt, he will heal you. When you're broken, he will mend you. When you're blind, he will lead you. When you're hungry, he will feed you. When you face trials, he is with you. When you face persecution, he will shield you. When you face problems, he will comfort you. When you face loss, he will provide for you. And when we face death, he will carry us all home to see him face to face. He is everything for everybody, everywhere, every time and in every way. This is the God we trust. He is life. He is love. He is longevity. And he is the Lord. He is goodness and kindness and faithfulness. And he is God. He is holy and righteousness and powerful and pure. His ways are right. His word eternal. He, will, he is unchanging and his mind is on us. He's our saviour, our guide, our peace, our joy, our comfort, our Lord, and he rules our lives. His bond is love, his yoke is easy, his burden is light, and his goal for us is an abundant life. I follow him because he's the wisdom of the wise, the power of the powerful, the ancient of days, the ruler of rulers, the leader of all leaders. His goal, his relationship, he'll never leave us, he'll never forsake us, he'll never mislead us, he'll never forget us, he'll never overlook us, and never, ever cancel our appointment in his appointment book. And this is the God we trust.